Sorry about that, guys. Intro is still being figured out. Anyways, welcome to the show. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we have uh, another change into the lineup to this week. Uh, a a three man team is now growing into a four man team, and we grew another tentacle. yeah, what's up? I said we grew another tentacle. Yes, we well, are. We are... Has to be here to support you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so now we uh, we grew uh, into this monstrous being. Uh, so we're gonna start off with uh, obviously one of our men, so one of our people's always here every week, not other than Greg Dietz. I don't like being referred to as a tentacle. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> also joining us from last week is Ramen. Slimy and sticky. That's why we're tentacles. And our, our our returning member from the great beyond is Alex. I I don't know. I really don't know. I am clean and not sticky, so I don't know if it's technical. And uh, with that we will get right into the news, um, and I'll have a thing for you in the future, Alex, on your where they can find your Twitter and whatnot. But yeah, I'm not worried about it yet. Yeah, but in the meantime, let's just uh, get into the news here as I switch transitions. All right. Only had a week to do it. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, all right. So first news story of the day. This is reported off TheVerge.com, written by Tom Warren. Nintendo announces updated Switch with better battery life. Uh, Nintendo is unveiling an updated version of its Switch console today, with promises of an improved battery life. The new model will include approximately two extra hours of battery life, bringing the estimates of usage between four to five uh, and now nine hours. Nintendo's current Switch has an estimated battery life of between 2.5 and 6.5 hours. Nintendo's Switch product page doesn't reveal exactly how the company has achieved this improved battery life, but it's likely thanks to the new system on chip inside an updated memory. A recent FTC listing revealed that Nintendo was planning to update the Switch with a new CPU and, uh, and storage. The new model dubbed Hack001 uh, should start appearing in store soon. You can check out your, uh, you need to check for serial numbers starting with XKW to make sure you get the model with the best battery life. So a bit of a follow-up from last week, um, Nintendo uh, has a new model, a new Switch model coming out, but it's a updated model uh, of the current one. So my question, I guess, would be for, I guess, you and Ramen, actually, like, would you consider a upgrading your switch yes i i said last week when we talked about the switch the switch light that the whatever switch xl whatever the fuck they're gonna call it is the one that i want uh not to not to quote grease but it's the one that i want right uh, <laughs> i i love i love my switch i really really do but that fucking like four hour battery life sucks a bag of ass mm-hmm. and um uh it has some issues. It has some connectivity issues. There's a few things here and there. So a, a big, a slightly bigger and better version of the Switch, I'm a hundred percent into. Uh, the question is, will I be able to afford it? Um, we'll see. Um, but uh, yeah, like on a bigger memory in it, so I don't have to buy a card like I did with this Switch. Like there's just a few things that bother me. So the fact that they're coming out with a better, a, a much better Switch is fantastic. And we see. Oh, sorry. I said I don't think the, the the graphics capability or whatever you want to call that needs to be upgraded per se. Because like if you play Mario Odyssey, like it's fucking gorgeous. But yeah, and Nintendo uh, and Nintendo's not Nintendo's not known to have heavy graphics in their games. Their whole the whole philosophy has been you know more about the gameplay. Yeah, I'm uh, not against, about the graphics. I'm not against better graphics. I'm just it's not necessary. You know. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ramen? Okay. I guess I'll be right back. Sorry. Oh, okay. It's just kind of like a thing of, well, I was saying that I wanted to get a, a Switch and I was going to just get the regular base model Switch. But now that this information's out, I'm going to wait till the longer battery life. There's no reason for me to spend $100 less on a light now, like I was uh, talking about and thinking about. And there's no reason for me to buy a new Switch. Just wait for the, the this 
extra battery life didn't come out. Um, but what they have to ask, did that article say that they were actually going to be selling it for more? Like, is it going to cost more or is it going to cost the same as the current switch model that's out right now? It's just going to just have the added feature of the extra battery life. No word on the price at the moment. I'm willing uh, to bet money it'll be more because you have to remember they're putting different equipment in there. They're doing upgraded batteries, upgraded everything mm -hmm. else. It's going to cost you more because it costs them more, bottom line. Yeah, yeah. And for me, like, I would... I would not mind shelling out like an extra like 40, 50 bucks for that extra battery life. Because this for me, I, I think it would it would just be worth it. How much is the current switch at right, right now? Three, like um, 300. 300. 300? I, I can yeah. wait on this too because I actually have a switch. Go figure. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, I absolutely will not upgrade to this. To this. It's mm. bullshit. You're mm. telling me that the, the, it's the same thing that they do with their handheld consoles where it's like we release this product we wait one two years and then we release this better product because we can get you again fuck that, that i'm tired of that shit if yeah. this is not something they could not have done at launch there's no reason why this could not have been done at launch Aren't other than that they didn't want to but are, but you shouldn't be surprised like nintendo has done this i'm not surprised but i should also not reward this type of behavior nobody <laughs> should reward this type of behavior yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean if you I'm, don't I'm, have one, by all means, yeah, I for, go for it. Yeah, for if like, you already have one, like, yeah. why would you want to continue to encourage them to do shit like this? Unless it's a huge, substantial increase. If they took my battery life from four hours to twelve hours, okay, you know what? That's worth it. Yeah. But if you're gonna take me another two hours, really, you're gonna have me rebuy the console for another two hours of life? That's bullshit. Yeah. Well, what, it's it's an extra four, right? It's two to four. Two to yeah. four. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then and as far as I know too, the battery life also uh, depends on what game you're playing. It's like something that's like really graphical. Yeah, that's true. Like, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, like, like if, if you split the difference, basically, my rule of thumb is split the difference. If they say, you know, it's gonna be two to four, okay, you're getting three hours of life. If they say it's gonna if it's gonna last, you know, between five to seven, split the difference, it could be six hours. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I. Yeah. I so I was thinking about it, or I was thinking about it last week. I switched light and seeing this. Um, as somebody who does not own a switch, like this, de this definitely appeals to me in terms of like, oh, I got to upgrade a switch, which also makes me think I'm pretty sure they're gonna have another version of this down the road. Like, is this a thing that that's been rumored about the more uh, hardcore switch for for hardcore gamers that I've been hearing about, or is that still coming down the line? That would be a much better version of the Switch. I mean, bear in mind again, as as we said before, like the N Nintendo doesn't value in graphics; they value in gameplay in their games. So having the best-looking game on on their system is not very important to them versus the other things they can do on the system. Um, I kind of think what it was was like the the rumor was that it was going to be two Switches: the handheld one, which we know about, and then the the upgraded one. So the mm. the original rumor, you know, was speculating or was saying, like jump, jumping to uh, con con conclusions, thinking that oh hey, it's going to be a stronger one with better graphics and like whatnot. But I think they just kind of got it wrong. It's just like oh, it's upgraded, but it's only battery life. Right, and maybe and maybe that is and and, and a memory expansion. Yeah, well, you have to remember too. Nintendo is slowly walking away from what their core demographic was, which was the family-friendly, we don't care about uh, graphics, we care about only the gameplay. They've officially come out and said, you know, hey, you're more than welcome to put uncensored adult games on the Switch. So that they is are true. walking themselves back away from what their core demographic was. They're still retaining it with the games they put out, mm -hmm. but it's not that front and center issue that they had for the longest time. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they... Uh, they they kind of see where the market is, and they understand that the ESRB is actually doing their job, um, and that it's not on them if like a parent doesn't pay attention to what their kid's buying. Yeah, the ESRB does its job in the way that hey, it puts the warning on there. The 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 actual education to parents never was good, but we're starting to see that point where like people like me, where I am at the age where I could have a child. I know what I should be right. looking for. So we're starting to get into that area in that era where the gamers are becoming parents. They know what their kids should or should not be uh, getting depending yeah. on the rating. Right. Uh, right. For me, this this kind of, uh, you know, we were talking about um, when we were 
talking about the uh, Switch Lite, was like, okay, well, who is the Switch Lite for? And I had my whole thing with it and whatnot, but this this whole thing with the expanding memory, it's like, what the fuck is the point of, of the light now? Like, that's a good point. That, yeah, that's a good point, Ramen. I, I was heavily playing uh, Devil's um, ad, ad, Advocate when we were talking about the light. And now it's like, well, what the fuck? Like, that's a that's a very good point because like yeah like now you're getting an upgraded switch what's what's the point of the switch light because the whole point of the switch light it's portable it's for for you know the secondary child whoever has it and it has a bit more, more longer battery life than the switch does now this new version is going to come out and it has is a better uh version of what this is and you can already take oh, it on the go okay in the, in that regard i'll go with the the thing with the xbox like we had a long time ago where it's options. It's various ways that people can get the Switch versus just one way right now or two ways, you know, like regular and expensive. Now, there's a cheaper version that, you know, maybe somebody might actually want. I don't think that Nintendo thinks they're going to make money off of the light as much as they just want to keep... They want to get as many fans and on people on board as possible. And by doing that, they have now... Uh, uh, they're going to have a, a range of options. Yeah. I mean, I, I the the only the only thing I can see that the light going, like it, it's it's marketing is probably just going to be for for kids. We've also talked about how companies don't make money off of consoles. Yeah. Yeah, they usually end up losing more than they have to make up later on. Yeah. All right, moving on to our next topic at hand. As switch as I do this. Oh, I forgot to turn on the video for this one. Uh, two, boom, aha! All right, so. This has been in the news for a bit, and uh, I think it's finally time we say our thoughts on it. This is a report off of endgadget.com, written by, what was it, Nick Summers. Why are game developers so angry with G2A's marketplace? I'll get right into the first paragraph here. Once again, G2A is being forced to defend its marketplace for digital video game codes and keys. Micro is founder of game publisher No More Robots launched a petition earlier this month that calls on the company to remove all independent games from its platform. Quote, GTA's platform hurts indie devs and uh, time again. Uh, the change.org description reads, by allowing anyone to sell illegitimate keys, for their games online with incredible ease and no ramifications or checks. At this time of writing, more than 5,000 developers and players have signed a petition. Uh, and then, so what is exactly the problem? Many indie developers say the site is costing them money and by extension threatening their livelihoods. Traditionally, thieves would buy game keys with stolen credit card information. They would list the game on, on a marketplace like GTA and hope that somebody bought it before the real card uh, cardholder noticed uh, and flagged the additional purchase. In response, the game developer that received the fraudulent payment has to investigate and ultimately reimburse the actual cardholder. Eventually, the developer was left with a net loss and chargeback penalty fee, GTA admitted in a blog post. That person who bought the game through GTA normally lost their copy too. Many stores, including Steam, don't sell games as keys though. Instead, thieves are entering developer uh, giveaways, which are usually advertised on social media, Discord servers, and message boards. Snagging review codes by posing uh, as an established YouTuber, Twitch streamer, or video game journalist, buying humble bundles, backing Kickstarter projects, or contracting backers who had opted to receive the crowdfunding game as a code, buying physical copies or voucher-style cards that include a key. So, point being, GTA's website, not a good place right now. Um, and Has it ever been, though? That's, you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> I've never had any problem with GTA. Ever. Interesting. I, so, I, the reason I say that is because I remember in the past, like a bunch of people were saying, don't ever buy from G2A because they're scamming people or they're, they're taking advantage of companies or some shit like that. I don't remember exactly, but... G2A is not taking advantage of people. G2A is literally the embodiment of capitalism at work for game keys. You have a game key, you can sell the game key that you put your price in. So really what I'm hearing, we don't want them to have any participation in capitalism as it exists. Interesting. I the reason I the reason I'm kind of like interesting is that um so 
are these indie developers saying that by GTA reselling a key or selling a key to a game that is discounted or something to that effect that the indie dev doesn't see any of that and that's hurting indie devs? Is that what I'm understanding? They're specifically quoting fraud cases, which honestly, they're probably maybe 1% of all key sales where somebody has a stolen credit card, buys a key, resells it for money real quick, keeps the money, and then the indie developer gets flagged with fraud because the person who owns that credit card says, I didn't make that purchase and gets a refund. Okay, okay. And then because of that, the key gets revoked, which... But as you said, that's 1%. Yeah, but that's like probably like 1% of all keys sold. Like, this is not a big issue. I don't care. That's also not a GTA thing. I'm no, sorry. That's not. It's not a GTA thing. And if it's like, oh, well, you know, we gave a key out for free and they're selling it. Well, guess what? That's their right to do so. Unless you're going to come up with a way where they automatically apply that key to that person's account, that's their right. They, you can't tell yeah. them you can't do that. Or you need to stop giving out keys. That's on you, not them. Yeah. Right. And I think a lot of people find the whole, like, giving out keys thing or the way that GTA does their business to be... And again, this isn't coming from me because I'm not a PC gamer. I don't, I don't have any experience in that. I'm just kind of regurgitating shit I hear. Um, but I've heard a lot of people say that they they always felt that that the GTA website was sketchy or some of that effect. But I still haven't heard anybody like having their information stolen stolen via GTA. I've so, never heard that either. Like yeah. the actual website itself seems secure. So this isn't actually an issue with GTA. This is an issue that developers. Are noticing a small percentage of their of their purchases are getting uh, charged back to them, and they're bitching and blaming somebody. Did the the publishers and game developers listed on here, as far as like who, as as of note, have an issue with GTA was, or is including Gearbox Software, Tiny Build, Devolver, Devolver Digital, and Bith Hill Games, which have uh, gone on to criticize GTA in the past. Um, what do, does it say in there? Uh, what percentage is they're, they're losing or anything like that I, I, I will bet you 100 bucks they don't give a percentage as far as i can see no there's no like definite numbers like how many people are being affected by it so um, in other words they're just yeah. saying the house is on fire well can i see the house on fire no 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 just take our word <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and it's like you know just kind of like these uh small indie dev companies like any kind of loss they want to like be up in arms and like some might might maybe greedy and just be like hey that one percent i need that fucking one percent you know i mean which i mean it's it's some of them yes they need the money i get it i get it i'm not saying that it's not an issue for them i'm just saying it's not an issue because of g2a one of the things recently popped out regarding this uh story is there was a uh there was a an article that uh gta might have been a pr person or somebody was trying to send to an outlet to basically say hey Post this. Don't say it's from us. Um, and you know, talking about you know the detailing of the problems that G- GTA might have with people um, about the situation. Uh, that journalist didn't kind of just like ex- expose that article. Says, "Hey, one of the people at GTA was trying to pay me to post a positive thing about the site." Mm-hmm. Um, that's- yeah, that's fucking shady. Yeah. Which, okay, but to be fair, that happens all the fucking time for developers. Why the fuck should they be any different? Are you kidding well, me? Um, I, I have seen some of the reviews that come out of these fucking AAA games that are trash. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to kind of speak on that, like I have dealt with, uh, I won't say news outlets, but like actual companies has came to me uh, through emails. So it's like, hey, post this on your website. Don't say it's from us, you know, and and we'll pay you. Like I, I remember, I remember we had somebody come to us like that. Yes, you were asking me about it. Well, you're asking all of us about it because you wanted our opinion. I'm just like, that seems sketchy as shit. Yeah, like they're not going to give us the product to test. They're basically like, hey, we'll give you money, just put this up. Yeah, and yeah. it yeah. was <laughs> it was sketchy. It certainly was. So like, it's it definitely evokes that. Um, now, whether GCA is in the wrong here, it's still very much up for debate. But it seems like for, for a lot of people in the game industry that they see GTA as a, as a company that's not doing their job and not doing what they're supposed to do. 
just the, the I think I saw even one company or one developer say like, "Hey, just steal our game." Like at this point, steal our game rather than buy through GTA. Yeah. Well, look at it this way too. One of the most, one of the best and most celebrated developers does not use any kind of anti-piracy. What is that? T- and they are like super popular. If you know who they are, I mean, you should really. But like, they're super popular. Everybody loves them, and honestly, yes, their content gets stolen, people pirate their game, but overall, no, they make money. I mean, you can say what company you're talking about. It's Project Red. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, fucking, you know, they they put out all this awesome shit, you know, the Witcher. Witcher series has to be probably one of the most pirated series in the entire fucking universe, let's be honest. Yeah. The game is so fucking popular, you can't tell me it's not up there. Mm-hmm. But they have no anti-piracy, and their their company policy is do not put anti-piracy uh, programming in. Dope. I mean, like, yeah, like, and, and the thing is, so we had, we had this conversation before, Greg, like about piracy, like piracy, yeah. like is not it, it 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 is not as bad as people may think it is. Um, like, well, no, like we I've talked about percentages on this on this podcast before. Mm-hmm. Usually speaking, when the internet starts to explode about something that they really shouldn't, I mean, fuck, I feel like I've talked about this on why you're wrong. It's usually a tiny percentage. This goes into the argument, just slightly off topic and slightly not about video games. But I always hear people who bitch about welfare saying, "Oh, well, Jimmy across the street, he works a full time job but still lives off welfare because the job is under the table." And he's milking the government. Yeah, he's a tiny, tiny percentage of people who are doing something wrong. And the same goes for this shit. It's a tiny, tiny percentage that's being, in lack of a better term, a mountain made out of a molehill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And the, so, the, the, one, the one question I wanted to, to bring about this whole thing is, like, uh, I know, like, way back in the, like, day, um, they had key gens for, for uh, games. So is there a possibility that maybe that people are still able to use key gens that end up like to where they use the key gen, get that key, put it up on G2A and then sell that key gen key nope. for money? No, There's so no it, the, the key gen thing doesn't really work with new games um, because mm-hmm. the keys have to. So the key, the whole idea behind the key gen was that like you're basically tricking the system into doing this one thing. But now what it is, is you're literally, you buy a Steam key. This is something generated specifically for Steam. They have a list uh, of what okay, it is. So you go so there, you put it in Steam, and you redeem it. Find the right guy who has just the right programming and just the right code. It's one of the reasons why you see keys are so yeah, fucking so, long. So, so the way it works is that you get the key gen from G2A, and then you bring it into Steam, redeem it there. Correct. That's, that's okay. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So then, yeah. That way. So then, and so then it's like, yeah. This, this, this probably is like a one percent type of thing because I don't see that. Sh- yeah. Yeah. This is. These are legitimate keys, and we've gone way over time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're doing good. You're doing good. All right. Then moving on to our next topic of hand. This is including Facebook regarding their VR tech and whether there's that, that's still a thing or not. Uh, the article in question is CNBC.com, written by Salvador Rodriguez. Facebook will never break through with Oculus, says one of the VR company's co-founders. Five years after its two billion purchase of Oculus, Facebook is still pushing forward in its efforts to bring virtual reality to a mainstream audience. But one of the company's six co-founders now doubts Oculus will ever break through. Uh, Jack McCauley told CNBC he doesn't think that there's a real market for VR gaming. But Facebook positioned its Oculus device primarily as a gaming machine. Uh, McCauley doesn't believe there's much of a market for this device. Quote, if we were going to sell, we would have sold. Unquote, McCauley said in a phone interview on Wednesday. McCauley, uh, who left Oculus in November 2015, said sales of the devices he worked on were modest. The original DK1 and released in 2013 sold 70,000 units, with the follow-up of the DK2 from 2014 sold 150,000, he recalled. Sales have grown with newer devices, but Oculus have yet have uh, have to hit. The 199 Oculus Go has sold a little more than 2 million units since its release in May 2018, according to estimates provided by market research firm Superdata, a Nielsen company. The Oculus Quest 
was released this May has sold nearly 1.1 million units, while the Oculus Rift has sold 547,000 uh, units since the start of 2018, uh, according to Superdata. For comparison, Sony sold 17.8 million PlayStation 4 units during its 2018 fiscal year, while Nintendo sold nearly 17 million Switches units during its 2018 fiscal year. Microsoft doesn't break out uh, Xbox One unit sales. So the question becomes, Facebook with the Oculus, and also another question like, you know, is VR still, VR gaming still a thing? Um, and I, off the bat, I would say that VR gaming is very much still a thing. Um, mm-hmm. It's still early in its infancy, in my opinion. Um, is there a future for it? I've been proven wrong. Yes, there is. Um, if yeah, actually, we- I think we all talked about this like years ago. Like two years ago, we talked about the future of, of VR. Yeah. And, and, and I was in that camp of it's not going to go anywhere. It's just like a fad. But over, I- the, past, over the past year or two, I think there is a future. I kept saying, I kept saying on that episode, I said, there can be a future, just things have to change. There has to be more support for it. There has to be a a cheaper version of it. Um, And then, like, shortly after I said that, what did PlayStation do? They they released their their VR, but with, um, was it with RE7 or was that, no, that was... Prior to RE7. That was was after, RE7 released and then they did a VR version of it, but uh, the point I'm making is that VR came before RE7, and then they released the, the RE7. What I just said. Yeah. Where those exact words came out of my okay, mouth. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I'm sorry. I was like, I was thinking. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the word processing. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, uh, the big thing about VR is, like I said, it has to have support. It has to have cheaper options because... People want to play VR. I know people want to play VR. It's rad. I've played it. It's fucking awesome. But again, six hundred to eight hundred dollars for a good headset that does, you know, m- multiple areas of capture, and has like you have to have a space in your house. There's just a lot that goes into VR. Whereas I can go, I'm just gonna play games, guys. Like there's a difference there, right? And um, when I saw the wireless headset from Oculus, yeah, um, I was like, "That's what needs to happen. That's where you know VR needs to go." Yeah, um, absolutely. But no, I've always seen a future. I just was worried that the future might not happen. Right, because <laughs> it, it just seemed lack of support. That was it. In terms, yeah, like I, I and I was again, I was one of those people who was against. Or not against, but just doubted that VR was going to be a thing that was going to be short term. Like it, like for the 3D TVs that was touted way back in the day, and that did not take off. Um, this stuck around. They just shove on, shove on TVs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like this stayed on. Like this, this the VR has sprouted legs from not only Facebook but also with PlayStation, recently Nintendo, um, Microsoft, kind of like they have. I think they teamed it with Oculus in terms of like, you know, you can use it on the Xbox One. Uh, to my knowledge, I could be wrong on that. Um, but yeah, like it has stayed on. Like if you going to go further than that, you know, you have phones that do it too as well. So like it's it's definitely a, a thing that is still maintaining and there is a there's a core audience for it. The fact that it was still 17.5 million, was it, for uh, for the PlayStation VR that was sold? Yeah. Um, like that, that is insane numbers and that is... Not a not 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 a number to sniff at. Like that is, I mean, I, that I is think telling. That 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 number attributes to the fact that the PlayStation VR, like the the console itself, is cheaper than trying to build a rig that that would support the Oculus at its its start. Exactly. No, that, yeah. that's that's, so that's a great why. point. Like honestly, VR gaming will not take off. Like, it should take off, and it will take off eventually until they find a way where I don't have to put, you know, a thousand, two thousand dollars into yeah. a rig and then buy a five to eight hundred dollar piece of equipment on top of that. Yeah. Minimum entry is eighteen hundred dollars. Yeah. $1,800 minimum entry. And or it, I can go buy a three, a three or four hundred dollar console and, you know, a couple hundred dollar headset and boom, done. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's the biggest issue with with uh, VR is the fact that the entry point isn't 
getting the VR headset is that the other things you have to attach for it. On top of that, having the room for it. Yep. In some cases, like with the VR headset with uh, with Steam, with Valve, you you have a setup to where you must have room in your apartment or wherever you live you in order to use it. Dedicated to VR gaming. Yeah. So. I, I live in Southern California. I can't afford that. Come on. I can barely <laughs> afford a one. Yeah. I can barely afford a studio. Which mm. is gonna be like my bed, my desktop. And like a fridge, and that's about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. Um, I'll have my I'll have my dresser in the closet. Yeah, <laughs> that's always that's always been my complaint about VR from the get is that it's just too goddamn expensive to be a a, a massively marketable thing. Now, when also, the point where it's like Ready Player One, where it's fully you are a hundred percent wireless wherever you want to be, that's when you will definitely see yeah. things in balance mm-hmm. of people adopting. I would, drop, I would drop four thousand dollars on a Ready Player One VR system. And that's the thing about the Ready Player One rig is that, and yes, I read the book and watched the movie. Um, <laughs> uh, they, they don't really go into it in the movie too much. I remember, but in the book, it was a big thing where there were cheaper versions of everything yeah, that they, they just gave really to kids. And to, what's that? Yeah, they don't even really touch on that in the movie. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, they. Uh, uh, like, like uh, uh, the main character's entire rig is given to him by the school. It just has restrictions on it. And uh, it, it's pretty clear that even with a low income in that world, you can still afford a big rig. And there's uh, uh, it's minimal cost. So eventually, yes, we'll get to that world. Yeah. If, if there's more support for these things. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's dead in the water. Because, I mean, the thing is, like, the... Like, I think we're getting very close because we have the, I think it's the, uh, what is it? The Oculus, it's not the Rift. It's the Oculus Quest. Quest. Yeah. So, okay, so that's that's at 400 bucks, I believe, and it's wireless. So, you know, that's that's a, a big plus because the old setup was like, you had to have sensors like around your room and stuff like that. Now, mm-hmm. it's just, you put the headset on and it scans your room as far as I understand. Yes. Uh, but I think the one thing that's going to, to push it outside of it going into wireless and being easier to set up is software mm-hmm. that's the whole thing Pe- people will, will buy stuff if the software is there like um uh vr chat was a reason why to get a a uh, a vr rig for a while but it didn't it's 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 did it catch on like to where it has like lasting power like re7 was really fucking amazing mm-hmm. but there has to be more software support for it and i think that's going to be the future if if it's going if, if if it's going to stay around, there just has to be stuff. And you're absolutely right, Robin. Like the the first problem for VR is price. The second problem for VR is the software. And as we said uh, time and time again, a console is not as good uh, as it is without its software. Um, mm-hmm. And that's definitely going to be something that they have to face once once they get there. Um, but until then, it, the price is the biggest barrier. Oh, with the last with the last like. Uh, here's where I'm disappointed. The Vive. The Vive is made by HTC. HTC is a phone. They produce phones. How have they not tied their fucking the 4G system into the Vive and made it 100% wireless already? How uh, how is that not a thing? You've got me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, you can, you, you, could even, you could even use Bluetooth. Well, and it's tied into Steam VR. So the Vive, Steam VR, Steam, you can literally do a 4G connection or uh, you could have a way where you program it so it can get into your, we can link up to your computer for like a tunnel system or, or you know, something like that. We already, I can already do it on my phone and look at my desktop anyway. So, you know, remote control access isn't that hard to do. That way you don't even have to worry about the processor power for to play to for playing the game on your wireless headset and with the 4g connection you're connected to the internet so as long as you've got a stable 4g connection you can play anywhere mm-hmm. uh real quick future. before we move on to the next topic which uh we should in a second here which i and and, and alex you make fucking excellent points on that um <laughs> so did you read the book to ready player one alex yes okay and I see the Ice Reaper in the chat also read the book. Uh, Raman and, and uh, Anthony, you guys didn't read the book. Have you no, seen I the movie? Know. I have, I, yes. I, I actually can't read, so it's Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Well, um, he's full of noodles, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, so, I, 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 
So what was really funny was when that movie was coming out, there's a bunch of people saying like, oh, it's just this, it's just this fucking big like nerd jackoff fest where everyone's kind of saying all this stuff and, and, and yay, this past and 80s and all that jazz. And I went, okay, I see your complaint. It's stupid, but I see your complaint. Um, or nostalgia was the word I was looking for. Uh, and then and then there was a bunch of people who read the books who were compl- or read the book who was complaining about a bunch of shit in the movie. And I went, the movie's not bad. Like, it, it, it does a movie not, version of a novel. It's not amazing compared to the book, but it is still good. It's still good. But there is one huge omission that they left out of the book and did not, like, they did not put this in the movie, and I'm so thankful for that. And that's, uh, 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 not Artemis. What the fuck's the main character's name? Oh. His username. His I'm drawing a blank. I don't yeah. know. Uh, Wade Wade Watts, as I remember, that's his fucking actual name. But yeah. he has a he has a suit that literally would jerk him off. <laughs> oh, they, they touch on that in the movie. They touch on it, but they don't go full in. <laughs> I'm good, good, because that was probably the worst part of the book by little by leaps and bounds. He buys a new suit, and him and Artemis are in like some club inside of the Oasis, and she's like, "Oh, you can feel that," and like her hands are all over, and they actually show a picture of him in reality. Where you can see her hands and where they're going on his body. <laughs> they damn close to it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I always bring that up when people when people talk about that. They're just like, "Yeah, the movie was good. Is the book any better?" And I'm like, "Mostly." <laughs> <laughs> like mostly. Do you want to read about a guy how he gets jacked off by a suit? Because if not, you might want to just stick. With it. <laughs> however, however, I will say this much. That suit's very realistic to how it would be in this world if it existed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of hot, I, just didn't, I just didn't want to see Wade Watts get jacked off by a suit. <laughs> and uh, in a weird transition to jacking off, um, Evo. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that weird of a transition, though? I mean, honestly, I mean you know. you're not wrong there. We had some weirder ones before. Um, all right, so uh, Evo is around the corner. Uh, the final numbers were tweeted out by Mr. Wizard, uh, Joey Keller. Uh, the final numbers for this year's Evos are, and I'll go from bottom to top. Actually, first, I prefer I, I do this. Um, anyone want to guess as far as like, uh, what is the number one game uh, that's going to be at this year's Evo? Under Night and Birth. No, <laughs> no fucking way, no. Um, Dragon Ball. Okay. Um, Greg? Uh, sorry. I was reading something. What? Oh. <laughs> what do you think is the number one ent- uh, game in EO that has the, mo- uh, the most entrance? Um, probably Dragon Ball Fighters. All right. Alex? Um, if I had to pick one, I would probably go with Smash, honestly. All right. So here are the final numbers for the entries for this year's EVO, going from bottom to top, or last to first. Uh, Blaze Blue uh, with uh, 640, uh, Soul Calibur 6 with 742, Dragon Ball Fighters at 1,191, what? U- okay. Uniel or Eunice, uh, 1,156 entries, Mortal Kombat 11, 1,567 entries, Samurai Showdown, 1,719 entries, Tekken 7, 1,885 entries. Street Fighter Five, one thousand nine hundred twenty-nine entries, and the number one game with the most entries at three thousand four hundred ninety-two is Smash Ultimate. Wow. Okay. Suck it. <laughs> How much of a gap is it between second and first? Um, you're looking at a good two thousand, maybe thousand and five. <laughs> oh man. I mean, it is the newest kid on the block, so... drastically underestimate how big this match is. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't... I don't... I don't uh, underestimate it, like... Here's why... I'm going to interrupt you for a second, Roman. The reason I didn't choose Smash is simply because there's a huge, like, hubbubaloo about fucking Brawl not being there. Maybe Melee. Sorry, Melee not being there. Melee not being there. Smash players are still going to show up to play. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. I mean, clearly you're right. Um, they're going to bitch and whine and complain, say they're not going to be there, and then still show up. Yeah. yeah, just like all the people not buying Borderlands 3 because it's on Epic, you fucks. <laughs> I'm, not, hey, I'm not buying it until it comes to Steam. I will buy it eventually, but not till it comes out to Steam. 
Mm-hmm. Um, okay. All right. You know what? That's not the topic at hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, am I surprised? Not that much. Um, just because smash is the new game and smash has such a wide appeal to a lot of people. Um, that like, yes, it's going to get a lot of entries. Plus, Hey, it's got a lot of franchises that a lot of people care about. Um, it was whenever Smash was at Evo, like it took, it had a high number of entries either for Melee or for Smash uh, Ultimate or well, uh, Smash Four was the last time they called it there. Um, so I'm not that surprised. I think what's surprising to me, looking at that lineup and how many how many numbers there were, um, Street Fighter Five not going to be the last at least. As far as like I know, not gonna be the last game to be played at Evo, and it usually always yeah. is, no matter what. See, that's 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 a question that I have about you gave me these numbers. Is are they going to go with the the game with the most entrance to be the finale, or are they gonna keep? How do they the, normally do it? Uh, so it, 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 it's just always been Street Fighter. It's always I, been the last honestly, game. Right there. I think that's just gonna be how they keep rolling it because. Yeah. While there's not as many players for Street Fighter, there are plenty of people like me who played that in my youth who love to watch it played. I just, I'm fucking terrible at it. I'm not going to mm-hmm. try and play at a competitive level, but I love watching it played. Yeah. And the other, the other thing, though, too, is like the the uh, the lineup on Sunday, the big the big day on Sunday for Evo, is usually also means whatever game is being played that day, they're going to have some sort of big announcement. So... It's not too often to say that we'll get to see the next character in Smash at Evo. Um, no, we won't. I didn't. Uh, Nintendo has absolutely will not associate with competitive playing. They have said it repeatedly. They are a hundred percent against competitively playing their games. They won't. They won't hold something like that. They've been. They've been. I would, feel, I would feel like that if they were to announce a character, they would do it at one of their own tournament events. Exactly. If they were going to do yeah, it, right. it'd be at a Nintendo thing. Look, That's true. That's E3, true. Nintendo does I mean, technically, technically, Nintendo participates in E3, but really, it's their own thing. Yeah. I mean, and I would also say, like, they have been more lax on that over the years. Like, famously, their creator did this does not like how there's a competitive scene for Smash, and, like, sees that as more as a party game not a fighting game but over the years like they kind of changed their mind a bit that uh, uh about that hell even one year they were they came very close to not having evil be i mean evil uh smash being streamed at evo but then after talks managed to be persuaded to do so so it's not too far they, off. they can't actually stop it from being streamed there nintendo has no legal foot footing to be able to stop them from presenting that at all that's just how that is so they, they tried. That, <laughs> they, no, they tried. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure what happened is the evil lawyer sat down with the Nintendo lawyers and went, look, guys, here's the president. You have no legal footing. And they went, went fuck. Yeah. I don't I, think it was literally Nintendo let them. I think they phrased it that way so Nintendo could save face. But I don't think that's actually the case. Mm-hmm. I still in the firm believe that Nintendo has gotten better about it over the years. If don't get me wrong, Nintendo is a very strict company. Like it's only recently that you've approved people to make content on YouTube uh, with their footage to say like, "Hey, you can now do this without being copyright stricken from us." Like that's only yeah, recently. But that, that's another thing. I don't think it's Nintendo doing. I think it's YouTube finally putting, sitting them down and going, "Look, guys." They have the right to do this. It's, yes, it's your video game, but they're making their own original content with it. You can't stop. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Alex. That's not true. They do not. They do. Nobody has the technical right to stream any game. Fair use. And, yes, you do. No, 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 it's no. Covered no, under no. fair use. It's not covered under fair use. A a just gameplay footage is not covered under fair use. Oh no, no, it I'm has, not saying just gameplay, but we're, you. Wendy's the last time you saw just gameplay with no kind of voiceover, no nothing. It doesn't matter if it's if, if there's voiceover. Yes, that doesn't does. fall under the fair use law. Yes, it does. It, no, it doesn't. Yes. I promise you, Alex, it does not. I promise you it does. <laughs> and all these companies have every right to sit no. there and say, we don't want our, our content streamed. It well, happened yeah. with You have every right to say that. It yeah. happened with print. Yeah, and it just got it got taken down. Like that got removed. They could not keep it up. No, yes, they could. They absolutely could. No, they couldn't. Like Atlas, no, Atlas had every right to take it down, and there's still uh, YouTube videos that that didn't allow it. Or I'm sorry, there's YouTube videos that can't put up the video because of Atlas. 
Uh, ELA actually is not as binding as people think it is. Uh, yeah. Just like, just like the terms of service for a website is not as binding as you think it is. It's really not. And the thing about, you know, sidetrack Atlas, but like the thing about that is like, you know, you can tell people not to do it, they'll still do it. <laughs> like, it's like, you know, people who are like, when Alex said like, you don't, you can only be streaming up to like this third day, this chapter in the game, nothing beyond that. Like people still do it. Like, it's not going to yeah. stop them. From... That was a request from the company. Yeah. Like, and, I'm, I'm and telling you right now, Alex, if a company says, if a company comes in, any company that runs that, that play, that has a video game, uh, that has released a video game and they say, we do not want this game streamed. And, and if you do stream it, we have legal right to remove anything that you put up. They do. They absolutely do. The difference here is that a lot of these companies have seen what streaming and YouTube can do in terms of free fucking advertisement. The, no, they don't have the legal right to do that. They, they don't. do. They no, absolutely they do. Fair use only goes under parody and fucking review. Like that's all fair use is under. We've had videos taken down on our fucking website, even though we're doing a goddamn podcast. A video that was up on the on, on Facebook got taken down here recently. Oh on this yeah, page. that's yeah. right. Yeah, the that difference happened. is how what how our lawyers compared to other people's lawyers. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter uh, because other people have had great lawyers. Markiplier, fucking Jacksepticeye, uh, big streamers like Doctor Disrespect. Like they've had issues with this shit because of the laws and how it works. And they get, and they get resolved and they're able to go ahead and keep doing it. They're not. Except they do. No, they don't. I'm telling you right now. No, they don't. Sure. Okay, we can go on about this, <laughs> but. Uh... This, 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 this sort of topic, this is why. I, I <laughs> point, point being, um, Evo is around the corner, and I'm very excited. Um, I'm uh, my guess is there are going to be some big announcements happening at Evo. Um, I'm very curious to see what happened. Uh, and yeah, basically that. So I'll keep an eye on and yeah. see what happens once we announce. But uh, yeah, um, you know, I, actually, I was. Uh, I'm pretty surprised that Eunice got so many people. Yeah, that's true. I, that's Eunice? Eunice is a it's an anime fighter. It's an anime fighting game. Uh, that's it, it's basically under night and birth, right? Yeah, right? it is. It's yeah. late, the latest version. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I legitimately, I'm like, I've not heard of it. Yeah, it Did is a. It? Uh, it was a, it was on on our tournament uh, scene for Sack Anime for like years and years ago, mm-hmm. and then like the community died out, and then just all of a sudden. It's How is it spelt? Uniel, U N I E L, and then like it's probably Unius. So. Oh, at, it, it, it's, it has a weird spelling, but it's pronounced Eunice. Yeah. Right? It's Undernight Imberf EST. I think it's the latest one. I, I've legitimately never seen any gameplay footage of this. Definitely check it out. Um, it's really fun to watch. Um, it's And the community is awesome. Like it, It's a homegrown community that has been growing and getting just bigger yeah. and bigger. Um, um, it's dope. Like it's The, you know, the, the whole game, uh, it, it's barely had any console uses at the start of that community it was all pc based and it was like a um i wouldn't even say like indie it was almost like a uh, a mame game yeah that would spread out through like a mame like emulator type of thing similar to um the fuck is the uh the, the salty bet game oh um i uh milty blood right no 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 no, 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 no. Uh, I don't remember the name, but yeah, it was it was like a custom thing built up from the ground up by fans, like four fans in like this yeah. series. It's it's a homegrown community and game that it's been uh, it's been supported for many years, and it's surprising that like, it's on the list in the first place. It's, really high, it's got really high ratings, so I got so many fucking entrants. I'm so surprised. It's awesome. I made it's... that fucking joke in the beginning, hoping thinking that it was gonna be the lowest. <laughs> no, it's actually up there. It's awesome. It, it's a, it's a really awesome story about that community yeah. and how it got in there. So, all right, guys. So, um, I actually got music for this one. So, <laughs> yes, Greg, the the thing we talked about last week, it is happening while you talk. But uh, we got you a little warmed up a little before our last segment here. Well, I don't know. We Alex got me warmed up. Um. I'll do my he's job. Well. All, he's all. <laughs> <laughs> he's all lathered and ready to go. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for Why You're Wrong with Greg Dietz. As soon as I switch. There you go. Okay. Um, so very recently here, uh, I, 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 generally speaking with the Why You're Wrong, I don't have a topic until like we do the show because I've started doing meditation, my own personal <laughs> form of meditation, and, and kind of relaxing my mind and not letting my anxiety get the better of me and all that kind of stuff. And it's been great. However, there was something earlier this week that really fucking pissed me off. Um, so uh, Rod Ferguson, who worked at Gears, who now works at The Coalition, um, he was in an interview with Game Informer. And Game Informer's headline after this uh, interview happened was, Gears 5 removes depictions of smoking after push from Truth Initiative. This is very partially true. And Rod Ferguson responds to it and says, this is, to be fair, this isn't entirely accurate. I've been against smoking from the beginning and have worked hard not to make it part of our franchise. Ever notice that Dizzy's concept art for Gears 2 has a cigarette, but the actual character in-game doesn't? I stopped it. Now, this isn't on Rod Ferguson by any stretch of the imagination. This is on the comment section on his post. And the why you're wrong on this is when you fucking tell an artist what they can or can't do with their art is why you're fucking wrong. I don't give a shit what Ron, what Ron Ferguson's fucking political ideals are. I don't give a shit what any artist's political ideals are. When you start telling another artist how they should do their art because it's too PC or kids aren't playing an M-rated game, Go fuck yourself. Are you fucking kidding me? Rod Ferguson had two family members die of lung cancer due to smoking. He doesn't want to depict smoking in his works of art, whether they're his alone or a group setting. So he's going to fight against it. Telling him that he's wrong makes you a fucking massive asshole. Like, I'm talking about porn star, st porn star style, eight dicks up the ass, gate asshole. Okay, that's what you are. You are not an intelligent, intelligent person. You're not some intellectual because you're like, oh, well, I think that it's okay to have smoking in this thing because it's not glorifying smoking. It doesn't matter if it's glorifying smoking or not. If a person who's making the art doesn't want smoking there, like let's take Stranger Things, for example. Popper smokes a lot in season three, like, a lot and in season four not so much why because there are kids watching stranger things and they don't want that depiction of smoking there that much not only when these two stories came out that i see a bunch of artists going yeah we fought against having smoking in our movies or tv shows or video games i went good you probably shouldn't because smoking's not great for you it's not some fucking glamorous thing. You hit fucking 35 years old and you wake up hawking up a lung. Like, it, it's not good for you, period. Like, I'm not shitting on smokers. I'm shitting on the concept of smoking being a cool thing. I'm now, and, and, and then I'm shitting on the fact, the idea that you have, that you think you have the right in any capacity, whether it's just a fucking stupid Twitter post or in general have this opinion to tell an artist what to do with their art? Are you fucking kidding me? In what world does that make sense to you? Imagine if you will, if you're that person and you went and made this piece of art that was awesome and somebody came up and said, well, I don't like that one thing, change it. I don't like that thing, change it. How would you feel? You'd feel defeated. You'd feel like maybe what I did wasn't worth anything. It's unbelievably fucked up unbelievably fucked up to tell an artist what to do with their art whether you agree with it politically or not and on that note all artists all creators have a political ideal in their head whether it's societal whether it's governmental whether it's sorry i meant political that governmental is not a word political or uh, uh financial or whatever the fuck it is everybody has political ideas in their own head and when an artist makes a thing usually those ideas kind of bleed into the art 
There is not a piece of art that you have fucking consumed that doesn't have some form of that. So before you fucking go off on somebody like Rod Ferguson for not wanting smoking in Gears of War, think about that for just a second on how many things that you enjoy that probably have a political message in some way, fashion, or form. So to summarize, as I've said already in the beginning, when you tell an artist what to do or do what to do with their with their art, that's why you're wrong. I would, I would com- like totally agree with that. I mean, we we we've seen that whole point that you're making over the past two years with people being offended by certain things in in movies and then in music and even like art. You know, people want to get offended, like, oh, well, no, you shouldn't be doing this sort of thing when art is it's in it's an outlet for a for people's insight and their look in their mind and their reality and the stuff that they see around them interpreted into different forms yeah you know um and then for for somebody to be like oh well no you shouldn't do that shit like like you said like with the whole smoking thing it's like well what if I grew up with a bunch of smokers and that's all I see when I walk down down the street, you know, or like my best friend's a smoker and I don't agree with it. Yeah. And well, and, and, and and like I wanna make a piece that you know, this is what this person's always doing. This is my my image of them smoking or like whatever else. Yeah. Well, that's Rob what... Ferguson he 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 talked about on Twitter when people were getting after him. He was like if you go and make a work of art and you have character smoking in it, I'm not going to come to you after enjoying that piece of art and say, hey, you should probably have less smoking in it. That's not my job. My job is to, to you know, critique it on its merits. He goes, yeah. but when I make art, I don't want smoking in it. That's what he was saying. Yeah. When I and make that's, a game. And that's, that's, that, that, that's all up to him. If, if, if that's his vision as an artist, then fuck it. That's my point. Sorry. That's yeah. entirely my point. Yeah. This isn't about whether you want smoking in games or not. I don't, it, that's, that's, that, that, mo- that point is moot. Yeah. Because this is all on a personal level. You know, you know, you know, I think it's hella funny. You, you, you bring up that and, and this is like my first episode smoking like on camera. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, out. <laughs> here, yeah, son. You both know, you both know that smoking's not good for you. It's not like it's uh, it's it's not like you guys are dumb to it. That may be or, so. Something has to kill me, and at least I can control this. Fair enough. Yeah. You know what? I look. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> judging anyone who smokes. That's absolutely not where I was coming from with that. I'm judging oh, yeah. the people who are telling an artist what to do with their art mm-hmm. via this article about smoking. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, I do understand where the Truth Initiative is coming from. Do I think that their fucking tactics are always lame as fuck? Yes. Good God. Like, their commercials are dumb. Their fucking advertisements are dumb. They're like, what if we show this, like, gross thing and then kids won't want to smoke? And I'm like, no, they're just going to see a gross thing and then turn away. How is that an advertisement? What the I fuck is that? Advertisement, it doesn't do anything to stop me. It just offends me. <laughs> so that's do anything to, like, stop the craving or anything like that. It's literally like, well, okay, that's disgusting now. I'm more stressed out. I need a cigarette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will I will give truth this. They do spend a lot of that money into uh, programs and, and things that get people off of smoking, which is great um, if they, you know, want to. But um, uh, at the end of the day, like, it's, it's not something that I would recommend starting. Uh, <laughs> especially <laughs> if you're like, if you want to not feel it down the road like i've seen firsthand some situations that come from smoking my mom's been a smoker my whole life me and my brothers have subtle brain issues because of the smoking situation um and i know that that's from the smoking because genetically we shouldn't uh because my sister doesn't but my brothers do and they're not and my sister is it for my mom so there's that but uh I digress. Point I'm getting at, it, it's it's nonsense. Absolute, utter fucking nonsense 
to get mad at somebody because they didn't want a thing in their game. And if you're going to sit there and say, oh, well, smoking offends you and that makes you a fucking PC pussy. I don't know if you noticed, but you just were offended by somebody being offended by a thing. Yeah. Well, you realize how fucking <laughs> yeah. that makes you feel like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, offensiveness is something that I find really funny because offensiveness is this easy. Oh, I'm offended by that. That's <laughs> how I left? Fuck. Like, if you're offended by something, just walk away from it. Why yeah. engage? I mean, I guess that's what I'm doing here. God damn it. Um, <laughs> Don't feed them. <laughs> it's, just, it's just frustrating to see that shit. Like, I want people to just kind of chill the fuck out and i know they're not going to which is why this segment exists um but yeah i mean just don't tell artists what to do with their art yeah like, fuck jesus christ like a new ninja turtle show came out and it doesn't look like the one from the 80s marie and i'm like okay you're a fucking idiot <laughs> like calm down like I know, space jam 2 is coming out and they better just they better fucking pick it up right where space jam 1 left off what Shut up. Shut your fucking mouth, you idiot. I hope it's a completely different movie, and it's just like, Space Jam is how it comes out. It's just titled Space Jam, and said, fuck you to everybody. Like, the first one didn't exist. I want all the characters to be 3D model real-life furries. Which, yeah, okay. it, which it is. Which it is, <laughs> actually. I'm down with that. Let's get that. <laughs> um, but thank you for watching, everybody. This has been... Uh, well, before I get into that, um, before we go, uh, so, uh, first I, sh I should say, that was why you're wrong with Great Deeds. Second off, um, <laughs> I think I figured that out, but thank you, Andrew. Yeah, um, <laughs> second off, um, now we go into, where can they find you guys on the internet? We'll start with the man you just saw, Greg Deeds. Where can I find you on the internet? Um, if you want to tell me how I'm wrong and uh, argue with me, I'm always willing to have a conversation. Civil, though, like let's be honest, like I, I, I play up why you're wrong because it's going on YouTube as a solo thing, um, and I'm looking to get them clicks. He's a liar. He's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm not clickbaiting. I'm not clickbaiting. I, I, I just, I'm not as angry about it as I appear. Just you know, um. That's called acting, folks. Uh, you act? <laughs> I can. I know I know how to play yes and, Anthony. <laughs> uh, but no, you can follow me everywhere at Chub Rock Geek. At literally Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, everywhere. I, I'm under Chub Rock Geek. Uh, that's called branding, in case anyone was curious. Um, shit, TikTok. I don't have any videos, but if you want to follow me on TikTok... Mm -hmm. Show Rocky yeah. there as well. Awesome. But uh, other than that, I do a podcast with my buddy uh, Josh Fisher. We do it every uh, Friday, or at least it comes out every Friday. We record Wednesday, whatever. Um, where him and I review two shows in their entirety on an, on an internet streaming platform, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, what have you. And uh, we give our thoughts and impressions and a grade at the end. Um, this last episode, we uh, we talked about with uh, with another YouTuber named uh, Shoki, Shoki Reviews. We talked about... Um, Stranger Things season three and the movie, the Netflix original, I Am Mother. Uh, it's a bit longer of an episode. It's like two hours long, but that's also because Shoki's the kind of guy who notices every little detail. Like, for example, he noticed, don't know how many other people would have noticed, that the car, the station wagon used in the final episode, I think maybe this also the seventh episode, but regardless, is... From 1987, even though the show takes place in 1985. <laughs> He's the kind of guy that would have noticed that shit. I didn't. Continuity. So, <laughs> my illusion, no. I mean, it's fine. It was entertaining to listen to him kind of break down, like, sort of some things that might have been out of place in time and that kind of thing. But uh, it's, a good, it's a good listen. It's fun. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's, uh, you can find that at allcuedupodcast.com. Awesome. Ramen, where can they find you on the internet? Well, uh, you guys can find me on uh, twitch.tv and on Twitter at uh, viciousramen7. Uh, still doing the stream stuff. Still on Final Fantasy. 
still getting the whole stream stuff set up. And then, of course, you guys can find me here at Mr. Stark Podcast. Awesome. And uh, Alex, where can they find you on the internet? Um, you can find me at my Twitch, Bigu, uh, B-I-G-I-E-U. Um, Twitter, exact same thing. Uh, I also do have an Instagram where I post my photography. Uh, majority of it is cosplay, but there is some uh, fashion and boudoir. Um, that is Caperture underscore photography. Uh, we'll, we'll get something up next week so you can actually figure out how to spell it because I'm not going to get into that right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as far as the streaming goes, uh, follows, I'm trying to get back into it now that I have a fairly normal you know, schedule where I'm not getting online at like oh wow all right and you can follow me on twitter at defective naruto follow work that we do at missionstarpodcast.com this podcast is usually up every monday uh the full podcast uh warts and all on our website which you can actually i got a command for it now haha there you go for those in chats or for those listening around the world or, or watching our youtube channel um, the podcast is uh, the link is to our podcast page, which is at missionstarpodcast.com slash podcast. And look at it under Mission Star Podcast. All these video segments from this episode will be uploaded to our YouTube channel leading up into next week's episode of Mission Star, Mission Star Podcast. Um, and that's pretty much about it. Um, again, thank you guys for watching, listening, subscribing, all that jazz. You guys are awesome. With that, we'll see you guys next time. Tell me why Greg Frog will fight him. Tell me why Greg Frog will fight him. <laughs> <laughs>